3: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I'm Russell Tovey. And
1: I'm Robert dyer this is Talk Art. Welcome to Talk Art. How
3: are you, Robert?
1: I, Russell, am feeling today Mm. illuminated. Ooh! Ooh. I have spent the last kind of three, four days Mm. learning about our guests' work. I mean, Mm -hmm. I knew parts of the work that I've seen... Currently at, at Tate Britain and also in the Tate collection. Yes. And there were other works I'd seen as well previously, but I've actually really sort of I feel like I've been interrogating mm. and investigating what? and learning <laughs> all about.
2: Oh my about god! I'm so overwhelmed. All about bigger and bigger and bigger.
1: <laughs> Our guest is extraordinary, and
4: yeah. she oh, works across. So
1: sweet. She works across so many different mediums from printmaking, which is. The part that I've really clicked with, yep. and um sculpture and film and installation and collage. collage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we currently have the great privilege of actually coming to her studio yes. in Hackney, where she's been for seventeen she's years. Dead messy
2: right
3: now, but it's, oh, it's, it's, okay. like a, it's like a fireworks exploded. <laughs> it's, it's totally amazing. incredible.
1: There are so many different colours and textures and like glistening shapes and all kinds of things. And mm. there are two different studios There's a 3D here. A
2: three D model of tape Britain there.
1: There is a three D oh, model right. of Tape Britain. I hadn't actually noticed.
2: Well, With a
1: huge flamingo on the back of it Pink flamingo I love because them. the
2: color pink, pink again, the colour... it was on top of the duck duck, which is in the foyer tape Britain. When I showed it at the science museum, it was a good. but the head's broken, so oh, I couldn't no. take it with me. Oh, yeah, but I'm not going to check it out because I'll fix the head one yeah, day. Of course, you should, yeah, love that.
3: Poor and thing.
1: we love it, that the color pink is a, a, is a thread. Well, let's introduce the, our guest, yes. Oh, okay, is a pioneer, she's a radical feminist. Has been described as a radical feminist, but has that as a thread throughout the work as well. Mm -hmm. And I have so much respect for her because for decades, she has been, you know, consistently making vibrant, vital, intelligent, positive, positive, uplifting, joyful work that's changing society, actually, in so many ways. And she's the word pioneer isn't me being over the top. It's like genuinely she is a pioneer. So we would like to welcome to talk art. Dr. Oh, Chyla, Chyla Kamari, Kamari, Kamari
3: Singh
2: Oh Wow, that's a mouthful for <laughs> 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 myself, <laughs> listening to it
3: Thank you so much for inviting us into your studio. I'm
2: so I'm so chuffed this is happening because I think you're both dynamite. I've done a little bit of research on you. Very nice. I did not know you did counter edition prints, so so yeah. that's a really lovely <laughs> thing to hear about. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wondered who does these counter editions. Yeah. I'm thinking It's actually it's
1: Carl Friedman who who's my boss. Oh, and I've, you know, I just I know had breakfast name. with Tracy, so, you just told um, me, yeah. Yeah, so Tracy's her, yeah. her, Tracy, Emin. her Tracy Emin is his ex-girlfriend. Um, and they they were a partnership for a long time. Oh, and that's oh how yeah, that, that rings that connection a bell as well. Happened. Yeah, so it's right, Carl right, Friedman's right, right, business, right, right. but I'm the director of oh, it. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah.
2: Well, well, first yes. of all, we have well, to there's say... there's an etching press behind you.
1: Love this. Well, yeah, there we go. That's beautiful. why
3: you have that connection to press and printmaking and why you've got this curiosity about counter editions.
2: Oh, yeah, because I've, I've specialised in printmaking. I'm a printmaker. I'm essentially a traditional uh, old-school printmaker, you know, old-fashioned printmaking, Etchings in the old school, proper copper plates and screen printing and lithography. So that's what I've really specialised in. And now people started to call me a collage artist, which was driving me a bit nuts actually, because I'm thinking I'm actually a bit bored with digital print print making. I have started to make some more etchings recently on the wall there, mm-hmm. and um, and now I've I'm do, I've done these neons. Which is not like the first time we've done these neons
3: for Is that Britain. the first time? Well, we have first to say congratulations because there's the Winter Commission, which is at the Tate Britain that's currently up. That's extraordinary. Which is extraordinary. It's become like a festival hub. It's an absolute centre of joy when you go past it and you have covered the facade of the Tate Britain with all these neon lights and then it goes inside when you can get in. But at night time... It's made the gallery an accessible place out of ours. And, you know, in our current climate, when we can't get into cultural spaces, this work is like a mecca for people. And you yeah. opened it at the start of Diwali. Mm. So it became the Festival of Light, mm. as well as being a part of a cultural moment for the Tate. And we just got to say congratulations on that. And it feels like a oh. real moment for you, well deserved, and so much attention is being on you now, I
2: know. deservedly so. I know, and I don't know what's happening. It's all like, woohoo, <laughs> I'm like a rocket going into, into space or somewhere. I mean, well, I have to say, without without being you know, a granny, I, I, I I'm not really I'm. You know, there are there are two types of artists. Oh, God, I am sounding like a granny now. Uh, you call them career artists and artists who are a bit like obsessive, a bit like myself, where I've just been doing this day in and day out. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have taken a bar job or I could have taken a part-time teaching job, but I thought, you know what, well, I, I can't really... As soon as art schools, um, suppose quite recently, where I felt... We're taking on more well-to-do kids, yep. and I felt look, working-class kids are not getting to art school enough because her parents are probably saying, "Well, you're not going to get a job after that," you know. So and, and the and, fees for the and courses, the fees, yes, were di- the fees are just unbelievable. Yeah. 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 So I just thought. I don't know if I really want, well, I'm not really bothered about teaching anymore. And I love coming here. So come rail or come shine, I pay my studio rent before I take pay for my home, my house rent, <laughs> That's house your mortgage.
3: priority is the yeah, studio over the I know, house. Yeah.
2: Because I have to know that I can come here and it's all safe and it's all cool. Mm. So I always make sure that that's covered because this is like a second home. As you can see, I've got that covered with my plates in, you know. Have you ever fallen got- asleep here? Only when I've got tired, but I won't stop over. Right. You, you can, if you want to, if you do, like if it is late. But yeah. I love me bed as well. <laughs> 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 I love getting into my hot water bottle and everything. Yeah. You know? And I, and if you saw me bed, you'd think, God, does this girl ever stop? Because one side of the bed's like me offers with a sketch pad and me oil pastels.
3: You and keep them at the side of the bed? I know, I do. When you have inspiration then, is that yeah. like? everything.
2: Scissors, print sticks, oil pastels, crayons. Do they get in the bed sometimes
3: on the quilt and everything?
2: Well, when I do the oil pastel stuff, I wear a bib, which is like a (laughs) T-shirt. And (laughs) then I find little bits in the bed and I'm going, oh, oil pastel in me bed. You'd want to know that, you know, get squashed and flattened. But you'll wake up in the
3: middle of the night and just roll over and start
2: Uh, making uh, something. uh, uh, Yeah. And on the other side of the bed's my iPad. And you work on your iPad a lot. side. So I've either got a choice of the iPad or the other side of the bed with the oil patches and the crayons and the print sticks and the magazines and the scissors.
3: So it's very and- clean and minimal one side and the other side is really crafty and oh,
2: creative. It's all like a mild version of the studio because
4: <laughs> <Right, right. laughs>
2: all the magazines fall down the side of the bed and the FT and everything. And the other side where the iPad is is me clock. And where we'll I put my tea down and the lamp <laughs> and things like
3: that. That's what to yeah.
2: So what we're learning is is that your your creativity is
1: irrepressible <laughs> and unstoppable and cons- consistently every single time. And not of the day. and not
2: zoned. Wait till you see it's the like... bath, it's covered in stuff. <laughs> the, <boss>. the bath <laughs> Well I go to the gym every day, you know, because I told you I'm a member of Virgin Active. Right. So that's got usually charity junk in it. That I get because I collect clothes. I think she put them on me on my mannequin, and then I thought yeah. I wanted to collect loads of girls' dresses because I thought I'd have a show my collection of dresses because yeah. I like I like textile and everything. Yeah. So the baths are full of
3: charity clothes. So you dresses. don't wow. you don't shower and bath at home then you shower and bath at the gym
2: because I go there every day. Do you? Yeah, because I'm I'm a swimmer. I'm a swimmer. I ever I don't use a swimmer, I use the power plate, but they've taken the power plate away from Virgin Active since COVID. I mean. Why the power plate?
3: Maybe the vibration spreads, <laughs> spreads corona or I something. Yeah. I suppose That's annoying. I but know. you can still swim, right?
2: I swim, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big swimmer and they've got the steam and the sauna open now. But when they shut the the gym down for those first two months of COVID, I had to take stuff out of the bath, oh. which is a palaver. But it was lovely because I put those salts in.
3: Those Epsom salts. Epsom salts. Yeah, yeah good for like, your muscles.
2: So I was stretching in the park. But I figured out I'm dead lazy because it's the gym that v- motivates me. So yeah. over the summer, I was just, pfft, just lazy. Even though i tried to stretch in the park, because I live near Vinsbury Park, but yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, 10 minutes is enough. And I'm quite fit anywhere. It's quite spot. fascinating that you're using yeah. your bath for
1: storing, you know, your uh, part of your collection. Uh, yeah. Because as I can see in here, um it's just every single inch of the walls, like the ceilings used for storage. There are I tubes, know. like everywhere. I was
2: saying to Russell, I want, I need this whole floor, don't I? Yes. Like, you know, when Tracy had her huge floor, uh-huh. was that in, um, Where was that? Studio? Fashion Street, was it? Mm, fashion she had like a whole, yeah. she had like the... With the roof and everything. The PA and the roof and all. That's going to be me one day Big because time. I think that's what I need. Absolutely,
3: you know, because um, I mean, because you know, because it's sprawling, neons? isn't it? It's all yes. Yeah, so let's talk about these neon. Well, and how they did...
2: all come back to me.
3: That's why all... I was going to ask: what happens to them They're afterwards? All... So it, are they available for someone to acquire? Yes. So would the Tate yes, acquire they them or another?
2: Me? I mean, you, anybody can.
3: And then no one has as yet acquired them.
2: No, nope, but there is a gallery in Blackpool ah. because they remind me of Blackpool Illuminations called the Grundy Gallery. And because you know, when I when I finished making them all, mm. I went to the fabricators and I says, "This is Blackpool." It's taking me back to my childhood. It's like my life's gone full circle. I walked in, and I saw because I I did make them with the fabricators, but when I saw quite a lot of them finished, I walked in and went, "Blackpool!" I went to the guy. How did you know? I knew about Blackpool, and he, he just looked at me. Yeah. Be to Blackpool. I says we used to go to the lights every the illuminations year every because year. when everyone came over from India, we took them to Blackpool because I'm Liverpool, do you remember? So it's not very far live Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. So when when they were, when we were all finished, I went. I'm I'm in Blackpool, so this guy in Blackpool is interesting, inquiring one. You know, independent, so she's gonna. Oh, so to that, and
3: they're separate, all separate neons. All separate. Oh, wow. Like and zen. you didn't realize it reminded you of Blackpool and that was your inspiration until you saw it all together. Wow. So I subconsciously, know. you were building towards Blackpool. Wow.
2: But you know, when you do art, a lot of things do come out of your subconscious. They say that. Yes. If you go and see a therapist, not that. God, I mean, I talk too much. I'd be I'd be ten hours sitting and talking to a therapist. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it cost cost a lot, drive, yeah. yeah. probably drive her nuts. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd end up interviewing her oh, cheeky all night, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, so yeah, so um, so I mean, and and and, and do you know what? They actually just plug in. They we could plug the say the tiger in there, and it'd be a little. It's just not complicated. That, you it's know, quite a straightforward installation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I said, Oh no, if I sell these to people, will they need to will use lot need to come out and rig it all mm, up? And mm, they mm. said, No, they literally in. Just up go into in. your plug. I thought, oh, the tiger will be like a table lamp in the living room. Not there's <laughs> any room in the living room because the living room's got frames in it as well.
3: <laughs> tell us how tell us how this commission came about with Tate Britain.
2: Dead straightforward. Well, um, well, you literally got an email from Alex Fox and out of the blue. And literally, I was at the. Um, um, He's Ob- a tape director. Ob- tape director of Tape Britain. I was actually at the Aubrey Beardsley show, you know, yeah. the oh, evening yeah. before. Were you there at the Private I've, View? I wasn't
1: at the Private View, but um, I, did I didn't, our I didn't show, get to see it. I, but, yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed it, yeah. Uh, and I was just there. Yeah, and by the way, go I'm for about a sip on Yeah, Rob is
3: drinking prosecco. Tyler has
1: brought us a bottle of prosecco. We're feeling
3: Christmassy. And or they're not in just any glass. Vegetable. They're in
1: like multicoloured, beautiful. Yes, yeah. And they're like Phoenician goblets. Yes. Yes. Shall we have a little
3: sipage? Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a And You'll love this glass. I love that it. one. Fon you. Fon 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 and you have the pink one. And this prosecco. Cheers. Cheers, Tyler. Charlie's also brought us today some
2: cake. Condor and Cook. It's a shame podcasts on visual because we could go like that and everybody Well, can we can see. do pictures. Oh my pictures. God, look. Joy. joy on the facade. Joy. I've got the words joy on the facade and we're looking at the words joy again. Love it.
1: <laughs> but joy, joy and optimism is what I love yes, about what you do absolutely. because I feel like through adversity, through kind of like the negative influence of the world outside, your work creates this kind of hub for people this kind of safe place somehow that's like joyful that's what i take from it i mm, love it mm. and i'm sure it's that for you no? like your creativity is it some kind of place that you can go to to feel hey, miss
2: juju yeah. where i feel like this is my safe place yeah juju? is that what you mean yeah yeah, yeah.
3: It's but also just creating Just your art work as well. in general that feels like um an exercise of joy of of like obviously you're a very passionate person that wants to bring like happiness to people.
2: And yet, I don't know where to gather from. I think it's because some people do say to me, are you always happy? How come you're always optimistic? I, I think, well, if I'm really, like, non-optimistic, I've just made that word up, I just <laughs> jump in the swimming pool and it's like endorphin release. And I think as I was growing up, if you think about it, my dad came from India, you know, totally illiterate from a really poor background. And obviously, he feels like, We live like kings and queens here now. If you ever got depressed or sat down at the dining table like that, not the a proper dining table, my dad would go, what are you feeling fed up for? You've got everything. You know what I mean? So I was always brought up to to sort of like...
3: Look at the the good side of
2: everything. Positive. My dad would say, I brought you here, you know, so you get on with everything and also... We didn't have time to ponder about getting depressed or fed up because it was just like school, home, dinner, bed, you know. Oh, I did clean the ice cream van every night. There. I
1: heard about this. So that's also yeah. part of, we were talking about Blackpool, but there's also this, this theme of the ice cream van, yeah. which is actually in this installation. Well, <laughs> let's get
3: back to, so let's get back yeah. to Alex Parkerson. You're at the yeah. Aubrey Beasley Show. I'm He's a director the of the Tape the show, yes. Right.
2: So that evening, <laughs> I went to, uh, oh, I forgot that, that, that makeup shop. That. Mac. Mac. Yeah. You know, I,
3: gonna, I, I say, think that's Dak. the only one, isn't it? Everyone love Mac. I oh, Dak. I love Mac. I don't. Yeah. Right, Cam. Cam.
2: Yes. Brilliant.
3: Mac.
2: I was in there, Mac, and I was trying some lippy on, and there was this girl- <laughs> Oh, I love you. Yeah, go on. And there was this girl, she was Indian, and she goes in a loud voice. Do you know what? I hope you don't mind me saying this, but that black lippy really suits you. And I looked at her and I thought. And she said that to me, that's so cool. So that means it does suit me. And I was just thinking, I think I'll buy it then, you know. <laughs> and so I thought, I've never worn black lippy before. You know what I mean? So when I went to the um the the, the Aubrey Beasley show, I wore this black lippy. And I walked in and says, Um, um, Alex, do you like me black lippy? And he goes to me, Fantastic. <laughs> and he goes, And did you wear your silver jacket for tonight as well? I said, Yeah. yeah really? But I just said, Yeah. And and they both worked the black and silver jackets, up. a biker's jacket, silver. Yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, yeah, I wore them. And they do go with the Beardsley thing. So when I got the um, the email from him the next day, I thought, it was the black lippy and the silver <laughs> jacket the luck, that worked. The lucky worked. lipstick,
3: yeah. <laughs> so the next day he just messaged you and said, how would you feel about a commission?
2: How would you feel about like taking on the Take Britain Winter Commission? And I went... Oh. Well, I thought it was spam. The I went, what? I, I went, no, I have to just read this again. And this intern who, who was helping me, I took her to the private view because interns like going to things like that. And she was here the next day. And I says, will you just read that? And she goes, it's real? And I went, no way. She mm. goes, if that was me, I would have fainted by now. I says, I think I'm nearly about to do that. Let's get a beer out from the fridge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to stop fainting, have a beer. I don't know if that's the go-to, but I love that.
2: Well, I in the fridge yeah, yeah. probably one of these, you know. And then, um, and then I just emailed back, and oh yes, i I'd, I'd, I'd love to. And he just emailed back straight away, saying. I'm delighted. It'd be. De- I'm, I'm. I'm so over the moon. I was going. I'm over the moon. And then they said, "We'll, we'll, 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 we'll speak to you in, in next week." And this was before COVID, so the, there's no Zoom meetings or stuff. But we end up having a Zoom meeting because before you knew, it, in two weeks' time, it was yeah, COVID. Yeah. So then we, I discussed all my ideas with Alex, head of exhibitions. That's uh, Andrea and. Clary Wallace. Clary. Yeah, we love and Clary. And we discussed it over the over Zoom okay. and uh, I'd I'd had they'd give me two weeks to do some to to think about some ideas. Now I don't like talking ideas. I like to do them like some collage or some drawings and stuff. So as soon as the Zoom, and I'd never done Zoom before, I said, oh, my God, and they were talking and talking. So, would you like to talk for your ideas? And I went, well, look, I've just done this. And I was holding it under the Zoom, not knowing which way <laughs> to move it like this. It's, Can you see it? Can't you see it? And they were going to oh, me. Oh, wow. fantastic. I said, I've done another one, you know. And I was but showing what, what,
3: what were these you were showing them then?
2: Oh, well, you know, have you seen the duck duck yet? No, in, we just,
3: in, I've in, not in, been inside in, in, yet. In no
2: right. Well, on one of the sides of the duck duck is... An architectural drawing of the of the of Tate Britain, which I'd done a vinyl printout uh, at a a local printer's, Mm -hmm. and it's on vinyl because I can stick things down, as you know, stick things down, you know, and gotta stick this down and be able to peel it off, you know, yeah, and then the other one. Because I didn't know if I was I was able to get a printout because it was lockdown. And I thought, who's going to be open and who wouldn't be? And then I drew the facade on a piece of canvas and then I filled it in with because I've got drawers full of glitter and junkie. This mm-hmm. is like a paper chase shop. Mm-hmm. And so, I want
3: to see your bindi box in a minute. <laughs> uh,
2: oh yeah, oh yeah. They're right there. They're um, all amazing, over there. great. Yeah, <gasps> and all the rhinestones are down there and all the glitter and all the drawers. So I just was well away. So when the held that up? Alex goes, and they were just all speechless because, and I said, well, I, I tried to make them not feel so freaked out. I says, well, you know, when you do art oh, A-level, you do preparation sheets, so these are my preparation sheets, and they were just like, I think they were, I was thinking, they're not speaking very much. I just to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Clary did say afterwards, you're very eloquent, you know, and I was going, I don't know, because cause they were going to going to me, we're not sure if we can do it this year now or maybe we'll have to do it next year because they're running out of money. And Clary goes, you talked for about half an hour. And then at the end, Alex goes, we're not sure what's happening. So Clary was like, said to him, like, they said to him, send us your images through. So then they said, we'll be back in touch with you, you know. And then Clary sent me an email two weeks later going, hooray, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening.
3: But did you know at that point it was lights, neon, or was it? Oh.
2: No not I didn't know I was going to do neon.
3: So at what all. did you think initially then like putting glitter in it or like just kind of collaging the facade with
2: like uh, your
3: kind of materials?
2: Yeah, I thought it was going to be more uh, bling bling. Yeah. Uh with all me, you know, with glitter and rhinestones on the pillars mm. and uh I didn't know I didn't know other elements at all. I had like a butterfly on it maybe or an an elephant or a few gods. I did have a few Indian gods and bits of stuck them all over. Oh, they were on it, definitely. Yeah, I remember there was a ganesh on it and stuff. They're all stickers that I collect. And then um and then I, I interviewed the fabricator and he came to my studio and I've got this piece of work somewhere it's somewhere over there. It's a, a goddess I did for the science museum and I said to him, You see this piece of work? It was just there I says could you would would this work as neon, or how could I do this? You know, because I wouldn't mind doing neon, because that would like open the dark. I was thinking of things that could like exactly, in the dark. Exactly. Yes. And I've obviously always wanted to do neon because, but it was always glass, and I was just thinking, how are you going to do that? Because it would say if it was a tiger. Imagine if you got a hammer and someone yeah, could just yeah, yeah. and he would, no, we can do that. And I went, what? You can do this, goddess, into a neon. I went. That was it. I was just well away. I went, awesome. oh, my God, it's neon all the way now. And I, I says, so what do I do? I says, so if I just drew a pencil drawing and called it in, you'd you be able to do that, that as neon. And I told, he says, yeah, he says, because it's silicon and it's bendy. Wow. And it's like leading. And I had some leading in it. And I, mean, I, I, I said, do you mean like this? And he goes to me and I went, oh, my God and then I researched I did so much research I, I don't but really what was talk... the
3: budget like I mean for that that sounds quite an expensive fabrication was the tape panicked at that point when you said I'm going to move it from glitter and stickers to neon
2: no um then I did a, a computer drawing and I kept on placing everything I wanted mm-hmm. with all the different neons I wanted to do mm. and I knew it was going to when we had the Zoom meeting, they said it was going to be in the second week in November, mm-hmm. and I said, "Do you know that falls on Diwali?" I just remembered it was Diwali, and they were just like, "Oh, right, okay." But we didn't say, "Let's do something for Diwali." Yeah. And then I was thinking, "Let's do some gods, the Lakshmi God, goddess, because she's a goddess for Diwali." Right. And then I started so. What's her name again? Sorry. Lakshmi, Lakshmi, Lakshmi. Okay. Lakshmi. Right. She's a goddess of like um, money, really. Wealth. She sort of protects your sort of financial situation. That's what I describe. It's good for her. the
3: museum, then. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guardian for the tights, Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then
2: Hanuman, the monkey god, who yes. takes care of us. And then Ganesh. Who's like a protector and everybody loves Ganesh? I thought I'd do Ganesh. I want to do all female gods, actually, goddesses. And I thought, oh, bunging Ganesh, he's a fella, but never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And then, then, uh, so we just had to, with Clary, because this is their job, is to make sure how much everything's spent as we go along. So sometimes, I mean, you know me, because he's always quite busy, I had loads of stuff on, and then. That the, the, the fabricator would come back and say, we've gone over budget. Right. So then Clary would say, can you take bits off? It was a bit like this, take things off, put things on. I was going, well, Clary, is going off. It's <laughs> driving me bloody nuts. You tell me to put things on and off. And thank God I had a, a girl who was helping with, like, a computer drawing because yeah, yeah. then you could literally...
3: Curate where they all go. Yeah. Place them all Close on
2: them. and then I would say, Kiri... Them on, to them off, and, and actually, so- the,
3: the
1: finished um piece because it's light, it um it it does sort of have a bigger yeah. presence, doesn't it? Than yeah. do you know yes. what I mean? Like, somehow it, it, it takes up more space, doesn't it? And I think the great thing about you've
3: it, you've never seen the tape like cost. it, no, and it feels so accessible it's and cost.
2: fun. This is exactly a tray, and you can see all the colors in there,
3: yes. The so, we're looking at a tray of fluorescent pens and pencils and mm. crayons, and all
2: fluorescent. Chalk. I spent a fortune in paperchase because everything. They must love to, you. Yeah. They do, but I. But I've been going. There. I've got all the glitter. See the glitter behind you—that's all fluorescent glitter. My, my dad's ice cream c- cornets and screwballs, because that's a sculpture. So they're fluorescent glitters and stuff. So they know me. I walk in and they know me, and they give me ten percent discount. Oh, good. Or 20%, so they yeah. should. So yeah. So I was getting all like this kind of stuff, and all everything was like. So I was using these things to do the drawings with. I've got some drawings here. i yeah, we'll have a look, look at them. The yeah,
3: absolutely. Right, yeah. So if money would have been, if there was no budget, would it have been the a... Peacock, oh, gosh. yeah, I love that. Oh,
2: wow. So that's how it looks. Like. So I put arrows to say, do these colours. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. They... So you have, have to stick to everything, you see.
3: But if there was no budget, do you think, would you have gone even further with what we're actually seeing at the Tate Britain now?
2: If there was no budget, would yeah. we have to do it? No, no if, if the budget was no, budget there was no, no limit. limit.
3: There was no limit to the budget.
2: Oh, I would have gone crazy. <laughs> would <than> you? <laughs> More
3: neons.
2: Oh yeah. uh Oh, there was lots of took off. Oh my. Well. <sighs> well, that's a future project, actually. We need to find some I kind would of like projections and new it. Would you? I want to do that, but it's really expensive. Yeah. Love. Because do you know where the the leading lights go on one side? They're red. And on the other side, the green and they go round and round yeah, and round. Yeah. I would have put more stuff going along and along and along. And where they're remembering a brave new world, I would have had, like, behind that maybe. I would have liked to have done, because, you know, Diwali, valley means a row of lights, and I've only got one one light. And I thought, oh, my God, all I need is, you know, me dad to say, where's the row of lights? You've got no, you know, you've only got one. Yeah. And I was thinking, all oh, I need is the Hindu Hindus to say where's the row of lights? And I thought, oh, I've never got one on. <laughs> you know, so there would have been little things like that, you know, or at the front or more stuff on the steps yeah. or maybe more 3D because I've only got the tiger that's 3D, haven't yeah, I? Yeah. And the van, well, that's like, in a way, 2D and 3D. But, you know, I would have done more like maybe a, a 3D lion and yeah. the tigers because my dad had an ice cream van on his, uh, a tiger on his ice cream van. Yeah, That's where the tiger Well, let's
3: talk. let's talk work. about your childhood then because the ice cream van and ice cream cones and ice cream and the paraphernalia that goes with ice creams I saw some spoons walking in they're a huge motif in your practice Mm. and that it feels like that moment in your life was a huge transformation and and development of who you are today how did that come about how did your dad end up Um, having an ice cream van
2: I don't know about transformation and development probably I think more like you know when I'm telling you often. That's no, right. tell you often. You know, you know, you know. Stuff comes at, comes from your subconscious, don't they? When mm. you're, that's why therapists now have crayons and and pastels and drawing materials in their room mm. where they do mm. their thing. You mm. know, because they make people express express their unconscious. Mm-hmm. So, I think with the van, I did want to have a van because we used to have a van outside the Tate. So I just thought, well, I'll put my van on. And also when Alex Ferguson says, could you have something for children? When he did write a kind of like a little brief, I thought, oh, that's, that's, that's easy peasy. But I must say, I didn't realise the kids go mental over the van <laughs> and the tiger. But I, I, I don't have kids, but I love the feeling that... I have worked in a lot of schools with kiddies yeah. and I just think it's so sweet. The joy I mean, it brings, yeah. The joy, I mean, sometimes I do feel a bit overwhelmed with emotion because I just think i have touching lives. You've children's done that, lives. Yeah. Oh and it's so memorable that kind of experience. As well, like they'll take
1: it with them, and yeah. it'll be when you know when they're all our age, they'll be like they'll remember that as a. It makes an impression, doesn't it? Yes, it's yeah. life changing. formative. In a way. Formative,
3: yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's maybe the word I gift, meant. It's formative. Yeah. My
2: formative years have had an impact yes, on what I do. That's what I as meant. That, that, to be more articulate with that, yeah. Yeah, I have. It has.
3: Can we talk about the ice cream van?
2: Yeah. So when my dad was living in in. Um, he went from Punjab, because we're the north of India. And I don't know why, because this is one thing. I've asked him everything, but I forgot to ask him why he went all the way down to Calcutta. It must have been because there was Dunlop, well, probably. It was the only place where, there were, where he heard about jobs going and people would make long trips because quite a long way, you know, from Punjab to Calcutta mm. and there was a job at Dunlop. But my dad is a bespoke tailor. We're from the tailor's caste. All our relatives are in, in the tailoring trade. Mm. So, you know, it's all cast still. So we're uh, uh, tailors. Wow. Yeah. So my dad, you know, can make use an outfit because he's a male tailor. I mean used to sort, sort something out for you in a night. Wow. Because he is a genius tailor. And uh, so when he was at Calcutta, it was obviously making either suits for the fellas who were working there or horrible job in there because it was tyres and stuff and all kinds. But what he did do as well, which is not people know, but I have put it up on my Instagram. My dad was a magician and his all his mates were magicians. As well as, you know, because you know, I think magicians like their little tipples and stuff. Oh, yeah? He, yeah? Is that a well known
3: like, magician thing?
2: Well, I've seen him with all his mates and they look like rat arsed uh, as well as <laughs> being magicians, you know. Didn't, didn't your I've dad have an, an amazing, amazing trick, trick where he yeah. would like eat a light bulb? Glass. To do glass, with
1: neon and light, bulb. and light. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, the light, yeah. It was a light bulb. It- mash it up in a handkerchief. He'd pick up his handkerchief and get the light bulb off the ceiling. He was entertaining all the seamen off the ship in Liverpool mm-hmm. and the indie community because there was not, no social life in those days for any of us. Right. And he'd mash it up and then he'd he'd obviously must fast make his mouth, you know, and crunching it like that. I've got a picture of him with a, I'd put a light bulb <laughs> in his mouth and he had uh, the fire, you know. Oh, you know, wow. Fire's quite common, isn't it? Like and fire all, eating.
3: Fire, fire breathing. And fire, stuff.
2: breathing. Fa- fire eaters. Yeah, yeah. But there was also one with blades, like he was swallowing blades. Sword oh, Yeah, I don't know. They always terrified
1: Did me. Did he
3: ever swords. get injured? I don't think he swallowed them the You're letting the secrets out.
2: I don't know, but he never told us all t- his tricks. So I must say, he never told us all tricks, no. He didn't, because that's what, you're not supposed to tell anybody. No, it's you're not
3: tricks. Magic Circle.
2: No, no, no. But I, but when you're a little girl and you're like oh my... eight or nine yes. or ten, you're going, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you that? You know. Or he'd get or he'd get an auntie and he'd say, Can I have your ring? And she'd go, I need my ring? Yeah, and he'd take the ring and he'd get out, put it in his handkerchief again and he'd get a hammer and he'd mash the ring up. And you could hear it being crushed, and I'm going, <laughs> I'm just thinking Well, that was more like I was just like thinking my dad's like the best thing since I but I wasn't worried, like what I was thinking. What's he going to do now? And then he gets an orange and he puts an orange open and there's the ring in the orange. No. And he gives it back to the auntie in the audience. Oh. I love all that magic Just stuff, like though. It's so
1: yeah. special. I being a kid. I my feel dad like I used to take my nose. Anymore.
3: He used to take my nose in his hand and then his thumb would be my nose. Aww. I'd be like, give it back. And then they'd give you your nose back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little things I think there. he still does that. So your dad <laughs> so
1: then applied to transfer, to didn't he, with Dumlock
2: yeah, to the UK? And it, yes, that's yes. exactly right. So what happened was... Um, he said to the fellas at Dunlop, Look, because India had got it was after the partition. So he, he would have felt like the, the people who were the bosses, some of them were, were Indian at this point, And he was going, You know, he said to the English fellas, I don't like being bossed around by these fellas. I want to go somewhere else. Send me off somewhere else. And they said, Do You know what? Your yeah, English is quite basic now, but it's not, it's okay. You can get by ish in England. But you've entertained us so much, and we're going to send you to Dunlop and speak in Liverpool. So that's why we've ended up in Liverpool. Wow! And then he, I think he either ran away from typical Punjabi. He wasn't going to work in a factory anymore, and it must have been horrible there. And he, he then he walked in, in this pub, and this fellow was in the pub who was who spoke Hindi, but he's Anglo-Indian, where they look completely English. At you I don't know if you're totally English but you know like but he spoke Hindi and um and then uh, he introduced me dad to hard ice cream and then me dad got a van because he built the vans in crew and my dad got the you know, the scoops, the hard ice cream scoops and then he got a soft ice cream on the the, the wasn't Mr Whippy, it was some other company. Yeah. And then um so that's how he got the van and then he gave sent, like, a calling to all the relatives in India who were unskilled also, like my dad, you know, quite never been to school, and all started to come over. And these three brothers, who are landowners, they're called Jats, they're Sikhs, they opened an ice cream factory in Toxtroth in Jamaica Street. And that was ramp was run like a cooperative. And then my dad got a speck, a speck, on a spec with the National Trust on Freshfield Beach and you pay the National Trust so much your money and only you could sell ice cream on that
3: Like a pitch, spec. like a rental mm. pitch. Yeah. That's
2: right. And me, me cousin brother got one on Thornby Beach and my dad got the best one on Freshfield Beach which was the Red Squirrel Reserve or the Red Squirrels and everything. And I had to pay to go into that beach. So my job was to make sure any other ice cream vans down the road when parking up from the station... To when you walk through, drove through the car park, and I used to have to go. And when you little, go, Excuse me, you have to leave now. This is my dad's patch. And they look at me and go, What you tell him? I says, Get out now, go away. <laughs> what age were you? I was, I was about 15 by then. But I love doing that. And there's, <laughs> a story, <laughs> there's a story of you like having to break up all the flake
1: boxes oh, from that... like the 99 flakes.
2: Yeah, because somebody, because it was, it was a big long queue because, say, for example, it was the summer, summer of 76 mm. when there was a heat wave. Well, the queue's like, there's a massive long queue. All the way down the And road, my brother's yes. serving. And, you know, with these ice creams, you and Dad would hold six in a hand because they're experts, you know, you have to pull the thing. Yeah. think it's not easy because I pulled it, you know, and it goes everywhere. It's like pulling a pint or something. You have to let, learn the it's skills, a
1: Lisa, he
3: is a magician. Quick hands. Yeah, and my brother
2: was doing it as well. And it's a big ass cream van because you've seen the picture of that with the tiger. Huge one. And then my job, well, I made the sandwiches in the morning, I cleaned the van at night time. So I had to clean it. Every night, even in the weekdays and weekends. And um, that was when I said I didn't get any time to do my homework. Oh, God. And then, um, but anyway, cleaned the van, made your sandwiches. And because my dad's also a really good cook, so the sandwiches had to be perfect because he'd want to make sure they were gorgeous. And we had meat then, so we had gorgeous sliced ham, thin ham, and crunchy lettuce and everything, and uh, with some pickle in and everything. And then I had to sit at the side of the van and he'd be chucking the crisp boxes, the uh, boxes uh, all you the just
3: the break down quickly, flatten them.
2: Right. So you know when I see flat boxes now, because when all this had to go into storage when they were building the top, we had brown boxes. I was thinking, I've crushed so many of these, man. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm not more. I'm not crushing boxes again. You know, because we had to flatten them all no, after no, we'd out no. yeah, storage. Yeah, the trauma yeah. of it. The trauma of crushing yeah. a box. You know, and it was like, oh my god. So um, and then but then it, 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 I mean it, it was fine. You know, it was just that I couldn't go actually onto the beach where the water was that much. But we did have a break, you know. But it was it was lovely because, I mean, you knew, we, we had to do it. I mean, it was a family yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. You know, we made toffee apples in the kitchen with cochineal. Apparently that's from Cockroach or so, I heard. And we had to make, co- um, someone said, but we had to make toffee apples. So It was like a production line mm-hmm. in our kitchen, so we sold toffee apples. I remember being surrounded by apples and sticks for the apples, and he made the toffee. My dad was very good... Cook, you know, so I toffee who sell toffee apples.
1: It's interesting, this idea of like industry almost. Like it's a very creative household. Mm-hmm. So even though it's food products, it's like super sort of inventive, creative. And you're getting to see the kind of behind the scenes ingredients of everything, which if you think about your work, it I think it's filtered into the, your work because you seem to have all these like ingredients. A good, a good like cook. more ingredients. Yeah. Are yeah. you a good cook and as well? It,
2: I was thinking that, that I make... Indian food, because oh. I'll have to make you an uh, Indian food yes. one. Oh, day. My I love that. It's just like the way I make me work. Is it? I don't really know. I just chuck that in. I just chuck that. I was thinking, you produce cooking like you some you cook cooking, like you, and they're always, like, a bit OTT. You know, like, if I make a pranta, an aloo pranta, it's really stuffed.
3: What's and in there? What's pranta?
2: A pranta, you know, where you have two chapatis put together and they're stuffed with potato in the middle.
3: A parata.
2: so nice. I They're like fried chapattis. Okay. There.
1: We need to come around for dinner Yes Yeah.
2: <laughs> but there's
1: definitely that idea here yeah. I feel like this is like Almost like a kitchen But a, an art kitchen Do you know what I mean And the way a minute ago You picked up this kind of um, oh, does Like say? a What is that called A patch
3: It's like a patch. So oh, we'll patch An iron on patch
1: But like you just sort of reach to it And it seems like Every single angle of this room Wherever you reach There is something Like an ingredient That, yes. that can go into your work yeah, yeah, An yeah, element yeah, we'll that goes that. in So when you're in your team Fluorescent again Exactly Everywhere it's all Glitter, different different kind of ingredients. But when you were in your teens, did you did you feel like you wanted to be an artist? Because I heard that, that you went to college, um, and you you had this kind of potential of having a marriage potentially in your family yeah. and then yeah. and then you left that situation, yeah. the arranged artist. marriage uh, to become an artist and well, go to school.
2: N- n- sort of a little bit like that. But what it was was every Indian girl when they reached the age of a nineteen, it's not me mum and dad's fault, the phone just goes off, the phone's ringing, we believe you have a daughter. And we have a prospective son. Could we meet your daughter and bring our son around? Right.
3: And I uh, guess your dad, being really like doing the business so well and everything, had a good name for himself, I guess, is it like people would And he entertained people. Yeah, because
1: he was like like, yes, doing really, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. to making a few bob buyers. Yes. Then, because, you Eligible. Know, there's five of us. And actually, that's our, we, we lived in a lovely house in Formby. We lived in Bootle. But then he bought a house in Formby. We're still a, a cheap end a bungalow thing with two floors, but I mean, because it's we're work, working day and night, you know, so the money. And in those days, now, you know, if you had an ice cream man, I'd be poor because the weather was consistent then. We'd have to listen to the radio, I wanted to grundig radio to the weather every night, you know, and everything like that. So it's just like we did, we must have made, you know, must have made a good living, but he was. Dead tired because when he come home at night, he was shouting his head off because, you know, the ice cream machine, it's noisy. It's because, you know, it's loud. Mm-hmm. And he must have had to speak over it. So when he comes home, he's still shouting. Wow, at that level. Yeah, and my mum's thinking he's still starting shouting his head off. <laughs> and oh he goes, uh, uh, put the, um, what you call it, the plug in the fridge because if you don't know if it's going to melt we all know that by now but he says it again you know you know typical working class fellow just goes on and on and on me dad my mum goes fiver fiver <laughs> down the pub you know what i mean my me mum knew that was shut him up because he was a dance player in the pub his name uh, was blah, billy blah. in the pub i used to have to drop him off 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 at the pub we had a big fancy car by that was an audi because when i used to have to um i had to go to liverpool to stock up to because when we sold out you know twice a day and I'm a really good driver because I think because I'm driving this big, long Audi dead fast down the motorway. It's like half an hour from uh, Freshfield to Liverpool. Right. And uh, and I stock up and bring it all back again. But um, where am I going? So I'd drop him off at the pub and then pick him up at the pub. And I'd see him swaying a bit like this, you know, like that. And then he'd come home. My mum would give him hot chapattis hot chapatis are the best, you know. And they'd have his dinner and oh. then... Um, and then he'd be like a mouse in the morning because he was a bit tiddly. You know the way sometimes when you get a bit loud when you've been drinking, and then uh, he'd be like a mouse in the morning. Did you get the
3: beer fear? You feel yeah. a bit anxious and I the next was day. sometimes
2: when he never shout. We never they never argued. It was more like just like volume in the house. Yeah. But and what but what what then happened when you that's what sort of made oh, you school. want to go to art school? Okay, so the, to the be phone would artist. the phone would go off. i yeah. like you know, what well yeah. the phone would go off and then they'd be like, you know, We'd like to meet your daughter. Oh my god. And then they brought this boy over from India and I went, No way, man, no way. And it was a bit like Easter's east, definitely. Yeah, right, in the film. right, right. And my brothers are laughing their head off all He wasn't stage. an
3: attractive man. No. Right. <laughs> and no. I was
4: going And you were like, this isn't gonna
2: happen. No way, man, no way. Um my dad would mum dad would go, Would you like to go for a drive together, you know, in the car, maybe you could chat then? And I just thought Yes, let's go for a drive and then I'll tell him what I really think, you know. And then in the car it was raining and I said to him, So would you like to? Uh, he says, So you, you, you're lovely. Pretty much I would like to be your wife. So when I was going, um, It's starting to rain now. Should we go? I put my foot down the accelerator like I've never driven so fast before. <laughs> We're going home now. Oh, I heard my mum waiting. For, I think dinner's on the stove, you know. And then I got in and my mum and dad knew. I was like, not. I was just like, not a happy bunny. And I was going, Mum mum's going, oh, they're the same height. They look lovely together. And I was going, oh. shut up. You know, my dad sensed it then. My dad was like, she's not happy, you know. And then And then I remember that families are talking together. And I remember... We used to get the Sunday Times, and I stuck my head inside the Sunday Times magazine, and I refused to look at anybody. And they were going, uh, "We could pay for her education if you know, if she, if if you think she needs to continue studying." Because my dad was like giving excuses. Oh no, she has to do a degree and stuff. And then they were going, "Oh no, we can pay for her education." And my dad was trying to get out of it yeah. as well, t- trying to get them out the door, really. And I refused to speak. And then when they left, I says. If you do this one more time, I am going to run away. You know, yeah. you did hear about girls running away and then they stopped.
3: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
0: fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
2: and that was when i thought if i stay here any longer they may just me mom might just bring more boys around mm. so when i was doing my foundation I do my foundation course in Southport. I had got the school prize for art. And when I got doing A-level art, it was really nice, the art teacher whispered in my ear, you must go and do a foundation course. And I was thinking, a foundation? Even a bricky foundation? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he talking about? I didn't know what a foundation course was. <laughs> and then I figured out what it was, and I thought, well, I'm not going to go to Bootle and go to Southport. Because if I go to Bootle the relatives might see me in bootle and if i am if i have if i didn't really have boyfriends but if they saw me doing anything they'd tell me My my dad because right, right, indeed right, family's right. in Bootle, so yeah. i went to south college which was really like you know tripped out um, tutors all in, into transcendental meditation, so they thought oh, I wow. was, like,
4: fabulous,
2: and wow. I felt great. They all love me here. So that was, like, perfect. And there know? are stories
1: of you back when you were uh, making art in the early days, especially with your printmaking, that you were quite a rebel when it came to the, the rules of it. So you would, oh. like, you would like, often have
2: fingerprints...
1: Of
3: oh,
2: yours. Yeah, that, that yeah, the accidents, yeah. you embrace the oh, accidents. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did A-level print uh, printmaking because you know, yeah. I'd got A-level R, but in those days, they had A-level photography and printmaking, so I did A-level printmaking, which is fantastic because you learnt about, it was quite about chemistry, the relationship to do with acids and metal and things like that. Mm. So I'm quite because I did for me A-levels. I was put in the Brainy Stream, chemistry, physics, biology, when we changed schools from grammar school Club past eleven plus. By the way, yeah, and, and then, <laughs> uh, which was really hard.
1: That was like a really hard thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that. I struggled. I, well, I I think I failed mine. Or no, like, I, I like or like maybe I didn't even do I've, it in the end because I've I was no so. Idea, fan of it. I have no idea how
2: past it because we never had any books or nothing in our yeah. house. So I don't know how. And our Billy passed it as well. My big brother. So I don't know, but that was fantastic because that. that has enabled me to handle the art world, right? Because it's quite an academic education. What in do you mean, days. handle the
3: art world? In what way? What what what's mm. what needs handling? There's
2: rather a lot of some snotty people in out in that world, you know. And uh, if you if sometimes, hmm, if you sometimes can't string a sentence together, they kind of look down. Oh, just yeah. look down at you know. It's made me a lot more confident, and articulate. My dad had made me into comfort, confident girl anyway. Yeah. But you know we read like poetry and shakespeare and yeats and you know and i can s- quote you know the tempest or things like that mm. and when you're talking to some of these gallerist people and mm. you've say you've been to the slade or you've got first class honors you know it just makes them... cuz sometimes i say i've got a slade and they say honestly they drop their glasses. Go with a <laughs> scouse accent. Oh, the art world is a snotty element to the art yeah, world. Yeah, absolutely, no question about it. But my sister went to a secondary modern school, but that was like prefabs, you know. And she she ended up doing shorthand and typing, and she probably was has have a brain on her. But in those days, the difference between a grammar school and a secondary modern yeah, yeah, school yeah, yeah, yeah. is changed now because when the comprehensives came about, after some of the gla. Uh,
3: Grammar.
2: Grammar, marriage, the boys' comps, secondary modern schools, it slightly balanced it a little bit, right, right, you right. know. And then our school did turn into grammar schools and boys came in and said, oh, that was a nightmare for me because I was their first boyfriend. Of course, I was a nightmare. <laughs> you know, who was half Indian. Oh, God, that was trouble because oh, well, wow. well, because I wasn't really allowed out and stupid me, I wasn't allowed out and and I thought, when you have a boyfriend, you know, I was probably about Seventy. You're supposed to go on the pill, and then when I was at Southpool, they said to me, "You need to go and do printmaking. You really need to go. You're a natural printmaker." Wow! And it was—they were quite sharp. They were very, very good. They—they they worked us to death. It was. And that's it, your
3: love. Printmaking's your love, like it, first love, I when it comes I to just,
2: art. I just took to it. Do you know? What I but did? what is
3: it about it that is? It's the sense. That it's the detail. Like what detail though like when you're etching into something or the yeah
2: because you know when you're drawing onto a couple if you look at the early etchings, they're very detailed if you look at the goyas and the oh yes. they you know the tiny tiny marks and I think I loved I love detail anyway even when I did my my drawings they were full of detail or I was there were well I suppose some of my drawings were quite like big illustrations you know when you do a level art and you're asked to draw the bark of a tree or like my um what do you call it my study pieces for a level r i specialized in um the woods in Freshfield where we lived now you know those pine cones so you know they've got tiny details Mm. in it so i like to get all the detail capture all the detail so then i think that's why I I, I I want to go more. I want. I love printmaking.
3: And do you think you like the fact that you can do so many of them? That it's no, un-
2: it wasn't that. I don't really. Li- I don't like editions of things. I usually ah. do like one of one. I don't really like the edition. I do think editions are really good though because they're more democratic. Yes. so So yes. so so if, if someone can't afford a painting. They can buy an etching and it can be cheap. That's what I do like about printmaking, because it's a very democratic meeting. Yeah. But I mean, and then I did a bit of silkscreen. But would you
3: I... destroy the plate after you've made your etching then?
2: No, believe it or not, in that cupboard over there, because you know the tape wanna acquire my archive. I have got The
3: tape wanna acquire your archive? Yeah,
2: because I saved everything from the 70s. So I've got I've got the first etching I ever made from 1975, it's got the date on it wow. and everything. So I'm, you know, because you know, artists are hoarders, we just collect everything, I've got yeah. all my catalogues, I've got all the letters that people oh, sent me, brilliant. and wow. they keep on saying, your archive is like nothing we've ever seen. So they're constantly talking about it. Oh, and I've got, oh, I've got my sketchbooks from the 70s.
1: So they'll look after everything from...
3: and they'll protect everything, yeah, archive it, yeah. store it. And that's a great it. place for it
1: to go, actually, because they're, they're really good. And they'll the do this like soon.
3: Amazing. Is this a thing
2: that's I, like... It's going on in a year now like, because everything wow. keeps... I keep on finding, oh, finding oh, that's more so and more cool. and
3: more. so cool. Yeah.
2: So I've, I've did this um, a shell because you know, we're near the beach. So I've got this lovely uh, of etching of a shell. And I got uh, uh, I got me A level printmaking, and then um so then they said to me, the best place and the only place for you to go is Leeds Polytechnic because mm. they've got the most fantastic um, printmaking department, and they really really did. But my mum and dad wouldn't let me go away from home. But they said, well, our cousin, your cousin's sister lives in Dewsbury, so you can go. And I says, fantastic, because she lived in Dewsbury. She says, she look after you, which was great. She, didn't, she didn't really, just <laughs> do what I wanted to do. It was more about but it looking she, like she was there. Yeah, it was
1: yeah. And the other thing about printmaking with you, and which I think fantastic. is a thread throughout the work, is this kind of alchemy. Because in like you were talking you know, about the talking, science. Well,
2: you know, you're talking about breaking the rules. Where I break the rules is like, I, I screen print on them and put lithography over them. And when I did those Riot series pieces which yes. in the Tate collection, yeah, yeah. you know, you were talking about... You were saying something like... Well, you were saying something about the metal and the acid and the etching plates. Yeah, you were you know, saying like scratching that. into the etching scratching. and stuff. Yeah. Well, some of them, I've let them in the acid for long where the metals dropped out because I wanted to look like the plates had holes in it because yeah. it was to do with that nuclear bomb going off yeah, and yeah. things like that. So in, when I went to the Slade afterwards, the department were really great. And my mum had let me go to London because my Auntie Babsy lives in London and she was a nurse in Wormwood Scribbs Prison. She used to be a midwife in all the women's prison prisons. Oh, my... Yes. Yeah.
3: What's, her, what's oh my her story like? I mean, oh, that is... Wacky. She must have and, stories. And
2: me mum and dad, uh, you know, a lot of working-class families um, in Liverpool, and me dad would pick Indian people off, off the streets if they were at a bus stop or somewhere, and she was at a bus stop, and me dad says, hello, you know, wind the window down, what she you doing here? She says, well, I'm a nurse here. And me dad would say... We got to come round for a cup of tea, and the next thing she's she's living in our house, and it was great. And she's a Parsi, and there now they are. They're like a dying breed of like a, 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 a um a like um, a, a, a group of what it, like not a sect, a kind of like a um, movement a, or? or like they're, um, um, Parsis. They're, they're, they're from Syria originally, so they go really way back. In time is it in like India. a tribe, like yeah, a, yes. like kind of like that, and um, and so she was fascinated because her religion is wacky. It's like I it was like Jesus. Oh, I mustn't say anything, but it's was like she was so religious. It was she's a she's a very religious. But she's a um, worship, and it looked like a kind of Jesus, but it wasn't Jesus. And and she was fascinating. I mean, Auntie Babsy and Auntie Katie, they never got married. They were just like. Spinsters, and you didn't mess with either of them. I mean, imagine working in Winwood Scruff. Yeah, you would yeah got, you've yes. got to be tough. And I had to go through the gates. I was living with the where the screws lived, yeah. and then she and lived on the within list.
3: prison complex.
2: Yeah, and so I had to go, but slightly away. So from here. If you see those lights down there, yeah. that was where the prison was. See those those lights. Yeah. You are can. Use yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So I kind of on the perimeter. Of it. Far, yeah, it. Right, yeah. Right, so right, I had yeah. to go through the gates to get into a uh, flat. And I, and the, that was that was something in itself.
3: Can you see elements of all of this? Because your work is autobiographical, right?
2: Wormwood Scrubs.
3: Yeah. So mm. all of your because your work is autobiographical, all of your life is kind of goes into your practice. You can, and you might, and like you're saying, subconsciously, you probably didn't even yeah. realize, but like after with Blackpool eliminations yeah. and your dad's with yeah. the light bulb magic trick and.
2: Oh, Anti Babs. like a real tough cookie. She used to say to me, you know, don't take any nonsense from a man. But then she'd say a flip side. Now, if you do find the right man, she could have said woman, um, you know, um, um, make sure you keep them, you know, because a good man's hard to find. And I went, you're going on about, Auntie Babsy, But I can see your point. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. And she was, she was, was She was a real tough cookie, and in a way, she was like really good for me. In a way, because she was so strong, and you know, you kind of just look at her and just go, "My God, Auntie Babsy, you're something else." And Auntie Katie, her sister, and they both used to come and stay with me, mum and dad, and they both used to read a lot. And I used to watch them. I say, should read a lot, you know. And they were l- lovely, and they always spoke Hindi. Mm-hmm. And I liked the way Katami, mum and dad speak Hindi. Mm-hmm. They're all speaking, you know. Obviously, I speak Punjabi, but mm-hmm. it was just lovely having Auntie Babsi. And that was when I was at the Slade. And then um, I didn't want to live with her much longer, so I thought I, I, I got a, a room in my friend's flat in um, Clapham, South P- Poinders Road. And he was the only other black artist. In at Leeds Polytechnic, Bob Isaacs. It's mm-hmm. funny things, it, Bob Isaacs, and I like Gregory Isaacs. <laughs> I love his music. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and, and Bob uh, Bob had a great flat because he had a really good, as a bit like my sound system, like a quad, mm-hmm. and had really a really good bass. So I'd I'd, I'd have all my reggae playing there. You would know, oh, Have a few, you know, lots of them, and um, it, it was great staying with him, and then. um so uh, that was me, I learned a lot about South London from living in, r- around that area, you know. And obviously there was Prickerson Jail down that road, you know, because I always, I always check, look for prisons now. You know, when I go down Holloway, I go, that's Holloway. And she was uh, a midwife in all the women's wow. prisons up and down the There's country. There's a movie there, surely. there is. Yeah, amazing, oh, I know, I've got to make a movie. Yeah. But do you know why I bought one of these things What's here? That? Talk into
3: it. Oh, yeah, Dick's phone thing, is it?
2: Everybody's saying, You've got so many stories. stories. Yeah. You need to record. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, you, yeah, well, that's yeah.
3: part of your archive now, isn't it? Your yeah, stories, yeah. your life.
2: Because, you know, Mira Sayal I've yes. done a book covers, you know. But uh,
3: uh, uh, well, you've designed me, them?
2: Both of them. Oh, really? Are you, me, and you your friends? And, yeah. And these were me, uh, um, Ha Ha, something about, something about Ha Ha, that, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, the title of it now. And um, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, when I was doing the book covers at the Harper and Collins, and they were asking me about a name, and I was babbling away. But then they would be, "Have you ever thought of writing a book?" And I went, "Seriously?" Well, I've only got A level art, A level English. He went, "We'll be the Yes, we'll do Help it. Help you, yeah. And we will. You can. I says, "No, wait." He says, "We could give you a pseudonym." Su- 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 pseudonym. Name. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going, um. Uh, all right
1: then. Uh, what I would said, your
3: pseudonym be? Have You thought about that. We
2: Probably can't tell so. the pseudonym because
1: everyone. Oh, yeah, well, well, <laughs> be
3: be oh yeah, of course. Well, there must be a selection. Oh yeah, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. Somebody
2: in... called me glitter or something like that. Oh or... yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Sequin, sequin, glitter,
1: diamond. babs <laughs> glitter, Baby glitter. Yeah. Love anti babs or something like that. You know. So in the in the eighties, you became part of the kind of black British art movement well no I
2: didn't actually because I'm older than all those people in the British, black British art movement oh. because remember I was at art school in the 70s wasn't I because oh, yeah. I went to these in 1976 uh-huh. so I only met them after I left the Slade and they'd all, they were still at art school some of them so oh, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, quite, I'm, quite, I'm quite older like Sonia Boyce and and the Piper and that crowd. So in a way, I always talk, I always define myself as a 70s artist. Okay, interesting. Um, you know, and I do. I was doing political work even before that. Like I set up the first Asian Women's Refuge in 1977 in Leeds. Because mm-hmm. I was in, in Leeds then, wasn't I? Yeah. yeah. And so I was doing quite a lot of political work then because it was the punk days then, and most of us artists were doing a lot of political art. You were doing like... Sex Pistols days, wasn't it? You yeah, know, right. Johnny Rotten and the punk and um, reggae was coming out. You know, Van Morrison and Conscious Music was reggae music and, and everyone was pogoing and drinking. <laughs> we used to have, in the refectory, there was a punk band every night. <gasps> and they were, I can't really pogo. So I just sit on the floor and smoke my joints. And I'm, everyone's going, because well, they could roll joints in those days. Because my best friend at Leeds, and at Southport was Mark Almond. really? Oh, really? He was 16. was Mark Mark, my, my, my bestie mate at Southport. Oh. And we both ended up going to Leeds together. And I've known Mark most of his life. And when we had to wave to all the crowds in Liverpool, you know, when we did the uh, Liverpool City Culture, me and Mark were there together. Oh. And I was with, you know, um, Ringo and uh, Paul and all the oh. bricks, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call that, that soap opera, soap opera in Liverpool? Brookside. Brookside, all that lot were there, yeah, you know, wow. and uh, Mark was there, but he'd, he'd had a few of his injuries because um, he had that motorbike accident. I, I met
1: him, mm. him about half a year after that happened. Did and you? he came to a nightclub because I used to be in a band and he came to one of the gigs I was doing and he's really good friends with Mark from S-Express, Mark Moore. Yes. Um, S-Express, Express, do you remember uh, that? Yeah. And he came and hung out with us and he'd, he'd, I think maybe it was like eight months after the operation and he'd... Uh, you know, after all the accident no and yeah. everything. Really. And he was such a lovely man. And I like, oh, really yeah. took
2: away, like, oh, what a genius yes. he was. Uh, it was and I genius. love his music anyway,
1: but, like, him as a
2: human being, what an amazing lovely. guy. Yeah. yeah. And he was absolutely over... You know, when somebody's like, like, over-talented, mm. you know, he was so, like, it, it was brimming with time. Yeah. Brimming with ideas. And yeah. You know what he used to paint when he was uh, on the foundation called Clowns? Really? Clowns. I know Clowns were quite sad, too. Because some people say they've got a and, sad picture, yeah, yeah. and I used to look at the painting and all the clouds and say, "Oh, that cloud, look, that cloud looks sad," uh, you know. And there was like a sad side a little bit too, because yeah. I think he had this weird mum and dad, and um, and uh, and then uh, and he and then and he ended up going to Leeds, which was fantastic for me because he's the only person I knew at Leeds, and I saw him grow and develop as the artist he was. Because he used to perform on stage for us, us mm. lot, yeah. us students. Wow. Yeah, you know, and do all these crazy, you know, and his, moves. Moves. Is his, his leotard things, yeah, you know, yeah. and wow. everything. Yeah. I had this friend called Hugh, and and so I used to go to all the east I'd go to all the gay boys' parties with all his mates. Heaven. <laughs> and it, which <laughs> I I loved it because I was the only girl, you know, and we used to have these things where you could eat as much as you wanted until you nearly died. You know, like you overeat. Like a
3: buffet thing. Yeah, but... Like you know, all you can eat. Like, all you can eat. Yeah.
2: And they love to do that. I was like, what are you all doing?
3: <laughs> well, the gay and boys die. loved an all you can eat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest,
2: I,
1: I, do, I,
3: do. I love an all I you think can think eat. I, I know, love a buffet. It was so wacky. A, was... a wedding buffet for me. I'm like, this is the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. It, it was so, so great.
2: And in those days as well, you know, not a bit like now, every, because obviously I did have a lot of gay boyfriends through Mark and generally, um... Everybody wore dresses and stilettos and wigs, it wasn't, and handbags, but trotted around, but it wasn't like they were gonna, they worried about what was gonna happen to them on the streets. It was just like slightly like normal or okay. Mm.
0: Wow. In, That's in nice. those days, it was yeah, so. Yeah,
2: to be alternative
3: nice. felt like you could.
2: Just feel okay. Yeah, wow. Well. So it was very different in those days. I think it's, if these things seem to have got a little bit more difficult. Yeah. No, um, so I had a great times. So when I was at Leeds Poly, so I was there. Good three specialized in Norma prints, and that was like, and I got first class honors because Michael Rothenstein, who was also a printmaker, you know, his he had uh, he had he had his place in Essex. I have that huge press because so mm-hmm. his whole family were to mm-hmm. printmaking, aren't they? He um, he gave me first class, and I was at Leeds oh. Congratulations. when I mean, you have to fill a wall space up, I filled two up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sums you up, though. I'm yeah,
3: sorry, yeah, you've yeah. given one exactly. wall. What do you do I need to is, collect more awards. To fill is, the isn't
2: up. there a theory where men are space invaders? And I think, well, are women are space invaders too?
3: Whose you know? theory is that? I've never heard that. I
2: was feminist, I think, in
3: the seventies. Men are space invaders. Well, yeah, but you think Pac-Man. about
2: men—men
1: men have gone out, haven't they, and like claimed space, <laughs> basically, <laughs> particularly white men. So yeah, that's an interesting idea. Well, they do so when that the tube, you've... don't need Oh, I their see. I'm thinking. Oh, the com- legs, I'm thinking yeah.
3: the computer game Space Invaders. In my head, I automatically went to like oh, you're oh, talking about actual taking no. up physical space, space in society. Society, yeah. God, it's society. Imp- yes. On the tube. Yes. And on the tube
1: when they yeah. mansplaining. Their legs, yeah. Yeah. Was... Mansplaining, which you told me about yesterday. Yeah, it's what you're yeah. doing right now. So so there I'm there doing was... right now. Although, Charles, I'm doing a
3: yoga pose. I have to admit that I thought you were a lot younger than you are and maybe it's patronised about how adept you are at social media and how much oh. we've connected on Instagram and how much as a tool Instagram is something no. that... No,
0: because
2: I was st- I used to do Facebook and I started doing Twitter. I don't know what are doing about. Instagram, you just plunk pictures on. Yeah. I'm, I'm in my element. Yeah. I mean, I know I do look younger than I am, but that's because most indie girls do. It's in our DNA because I haven't gone grey. I haven't got that many lines, but... My skin, I think, is because of drink loads of water when I swim.
3: Because you e- drink the water while, while you're no, swimming. We- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, oh, the chlorine. I have, I have, I have, I have them before. <laughs> I have
2: taken a few gulps. I drink a whole two litres of water when I swim, or God, one, one and a half. And do you know that's natural moisturiser? Did you know that? Yeah.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. So I think that's why, I, I don't know, but it's in, in your DNA. Because when Got my mum yeah. passed away and we wash her in the. You know, when before she goes to coffin, before mm. the cremation, I remember looking at her feet, thinking, "You know, Mum, your feet look so young, and your hair, everything." And so, I think we all of us kids look young in our family because no one believes it when I tell them my age. I'm whispering now, because <laughs> um, and I go, and I don't tell people how old I am because I know they're just going to nearly go, "Whoa!" And yeah. I don't say it anymore now because. It's a bit uncomfortable because they go. They start to really faint, and I'm going, "Don't, don't have a heart
1: attack on <laughs> me." Beer though. in the fridge.
3: Just go and help yourself if you're going to faint. No, but
1: it's also the energy in your work. I think you yes. have this like life Useful, force. You yeah. are your work is a life force of yes. its own, yes. and it brings energy and life to others. So I think that's also maybe why you are quite timeless yes. in, in a way yes. yourself.
2: Yeah. I have heard people say you yeah, we do, you're like a time timeless age. Yeah. No, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but it is. Know. You can't place you. You can't pin you down. That's yeah. I mean. Yes. Well, I think that's good for that's a
3: That's amazing.
2: That's for it's a good brilliant. woman not being allowed to pin, be, be pinned down <laughs> by anybody. Yes. Nobody's pinned me down. I've had girls in this and sort of go, how come you're not married? How can you have a kiss? You haven't let anybody pin you down. I says, good God, God no way. No one's going to do that because I just feel like I'm um, I've done something, then I'm off onto something yeah, else. Of course. I think that's why a lot of people can't... Um, sometimes quite get their head around all the mediums I use. Mm-hmm. And that's all that is to do with... When I come in here, I just do whatever I want to do. I'm not working to, to be answerable to the art world because I just think, who are they? And also, if you remember, I didn't go to art school... To be an artist, I didn't mm. fill those ukka forms in. I was still getting away from from, from my mum and dad and the arranging marriage. And yeah. So it's a bit like in between. You kind of have an outsider artist
3: element but, to your practice. But established, but yeah, trained. But, exactly. but, 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 but you have an outsider thing where you yeah. are compelled to create
2: Whatever
1: work without
3: really I mean, thinking of the an dream, audience. That's
1: dream, isn't it? You've basically got it set up so perfectly because you get to do exactly what you want but then you also have a platform in the world to go out and show it to a large audience it's fascinating just
2: just like i just think well i just hope to god people like it i don't know well they do the reaction to this latest piece
3: remembering a brave new world is a game changer for you you've become like this zeitgeist for people thinking about the culture of 2020 in London, so nice. they're going to remember your piece at the Tate Britain as being it's incredibly seminal. Generous, yeah, for it's incredibly generous. But yeah. what what happens now? Now that's happened, this work and that's up for a little while longer into the new year, right?
2: Until um, the end of February.
3: Amazing. So what what so that exposure? What has that brought you now in your practice and your career?
2: Um, well, um, I think like oh, maybe more people want to collect. Stuff yeah. which is nice because now they know the uh, the neons you can they're there they're there to have they're you know, available have, and the pillars everything and the steps because they're all my iPad drawings on the steps
3: and you do this with a gallery you work with a gallery
2: no it's all on my own
3: so you so I, so I, I, if someone I, wanted to buy a neon they would just talk to you on Instagram or what yeah
2: or face effect. oh I don't really answer I don't really speak on Instagram because I can't I can't I don't reply I, because I'm a, I'm a bit unsure how to. Use Instagram as in, in terms of messaging because I don't know if it's going to the whole wide world, I haven't figured that out. Or it's hour. direct
3: messaging, okay. I'm a
2: bit worried about that. Do so you be te- your
3: assistant here with would-
2: text, te- texting? Yes, or um, you have a website, don't you? I've got my website. we yeah. can
3: email you and exactly. say I want to buy the lion, and then you can, yeah, okay. But
2: but I I just do it all myself. Someone will email me from out the blue, and I'll go well, how much money have you got in the bank? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I do do a sliding scale, you know. Um uh, I, I, I don't like to be generous because I don't want them to think that, oh, they really want to print. Somebody wants a print and they haven't got enough, I'll go, well, how, well, how much do, do, do you have, you know? Yeah, yeah. Have you got, like, 20,000 or 30 or have you got 20 quid? You mm. know, not that I am sell for 20 quid, but I do like to think yeah. as a like people. Yeah, people to enjoy love, exactly. It, and to if people do... love, the is it work, awkward those talk like about to to the right pricing? Mm, must yeah. Be, yeah, but because now that I'm in the Tate collection, they've got like those seven etchings and they bought a couple of pieces two years ago. I'm in the government art collection, I'm in the science Museum collection. So Ian Blatchford, who you must have met, mm-hmm. lost me work, He's put five in his office. Him and his, his, his husband just stole me. He's brilliant. He's just. He's just saw my work in India and just went see oh. that girl we're doing 70 years anniversary of India celebrations I want her. we didn't know um we didn't even do we haven't even got the budget but I'm gonna find it from somewhere Rise and isn't he's that doing great? a blog on me because he he was the first one to thought of the duck duck so they're doing a re- live blog then it's going to go out there. because he wants to say that I discovered it first, <laughs> and I discovered it duck-duck first, and now but this paid... all goes
3: back into your practice. All all these sales go straight back into your art, don't they? Yeah, and because, pay for the studio and.
2: Yeah, because like I say, the most expensive is that, but yeah, it just goes round and round and round. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I, I mean, you know, it is a bit like, um, yeah. Sometimes you've got five in the bank, and some days you've got a lot more. Um, but I think because I do do what I want to do and I do need to get a, a blue chip gallery and I know Tate will help me with that and right. gallery, I do want to get, you know, and I know the one I've got in mind. Right, and good. And I just think, yeah, I want them and I'm going to work on them. And I am I think I'm a bit stubborn because I'm going, well, if that isn't, doesn't pan out, I'm just going to wait because I'd rather do that than take something that, I'm not happy with. It. And really? I think that's why I'm probably, uh, you know, sometimes really skint because I won't...
3: Compromise.
2: Compromise. That's the right word, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like to just keep doing what I want to do, mm-hmm. you
3: know. But also you you have a
1: vision for your work and you the believe way you in want it work. to be placed. And you respect you know your I mean? practice. Exactly. Yeah. And also you're independent, aren't you? You're able to function... Mm.
2: I think what adds a good word, where a friend described me as, um, what's that person? Who, it comes from the heart, you know. Um, Authentic. Yeah, they they say you know, and who you are as a person, and you're not doing it for the art world. You're not answering. It's what, your lived experience. Yeah, integrity. Yes, that's yes. a nice word. Yes, she lovely. She says you've got a lot. Of like you uh, have. That, I, I I thought, oh, that is a nice word. I quite like that word. And I think that's what probably... And, you know, like you were saying about my childhood, you know, you were, that good word you use. I think um, I think the reason why a lot of it works well because it does come from that childhood experience mm. and that gives it integrity because I'm not doing anything that's, like, slightly from, exactly from outside because, you know, say you've got the ice cream van and you've got the tiger or you've got Jahansi Karani who's a freedom warrior fighter... And I read up about her and I thought, you know, she's not in my life, but she kind of is because she talks about colonialism and imperialism or what she did in India and stuff like that. And then you've got me doing a martial arts kick because i have got I'm a purple belt, and so you want to see me doing martial You're arts. You're
3: a high achiever, Chyla.
2: Oh, no, that's only because um, I, 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 I'm, I'm into fitness.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. Oh, I have got high standards. Oh, I've been told by that by partners <laughs> I've had in the past. And I'm going, well, aren't you supposed to have high standards? Life. Yeah. What well, why well, could you do anything? I mean you used to be yeah. as an actor, you can't be half go oh that with that. I love that. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. You
2: can't go, you know, or we're the same, weirdly
1: and- with the podcast. I feel like we had quite high standards with the podcast and people often say to me, like, but how come you've recorded so many? How did you get all these great guests? But it's like if you expect excellence from yourself, you can create excellence. Yeah. You just have to find it for yourself, don't you? You
2: have to engage with and I like I think now i I think I'm a bit more I think I've become a bit more like I can't have as many people in my life as I'd like to have because I've got, I want to keep on working but there's only so much I can, you know, like all my friends I used to see. I also want to see all my friends but you have to be a bit more... Um,
3: committed to your practice.
2: Yeah, and also be choosy
3: because
2: okay. a lot of people I can see want to like say... Even on the private view night for the Tate Britain, people wanted to stop, stop, and talk for a while. I was going, "Do you know what? I can't talk to you for long now. I've got to go talk to you, you mm. know? Yeah. And I'm thinking, i am sounding like? A snob?" But I just think that's the way things are panning out
1: now. Yeah, yeah, but it's also energy. I think I think you've got to reserve your energy and your time and, time has and your time to, time to protect your creativity as well. Doing
2: that. But I just see that as maturity mm. and confidence focus and focus. Mm. And, focus. Mm. and I just think. Well, i am a bit like big now, you know <laughs> and so i'm thinking well you know this is this, this, is, is, this what it is, 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 is great news yeah. and i did well, what's next then no what can idea. we see next well i know that um you know i've had a few phone calls from other um what do you call them um institutions i you know what cu-
1: curators
2: or- no, curators and galleries um commercial stuff ferrari want me to do uh their symbol is a snake and a horse. No way. Yeah, and they want That's me to do wild. something. Uh, well there was a fella who turned up in, in in a Ferrari in front of the facade and and I went, Hello. And I he, he pulled up and I went, Hiya. Oh, yeah. I says, I like your car. I says, can I do one of those poses on it like girls do, you know oh, which are a bit God. not really politically sound. And I went, but I want to do one. And he goes to me, Yeah, go on then yes. Yeah. And then we got and then we started talking and he says Would you like to do something with me? Like a project? I was going. Yeah, okay, cars. Yeah, why not? I like cars. Yeah. And I think all girls should have a good, fast car. And then I've uh, <laughs> <laughs> always wanted a really funky sports car. And then uh, so he said, and then he said, you know, um, you know, it'd be really good to do something with you in the new year. Like their logo is a horse or an, and a snake or something. I said, yeah, snake, easy peasy, yeah. So he wants to do something like a, a big neon Amazing. Up, and, and have these cars on show at big fancy hotels. And I said, Oh, That's I like wild. hotels. I'm up for that too. <laughs> you know, I love fancy hotels. Give me a posh hotel with any a nice day. Hotel pool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a swimming pool, and you know, and maybe you know, check into a room, you know, and just get like lunch or something, you know, something like that. And um, so that that would be really lovely. So he's and he 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 was there another day, and he t- pulled up with another friend of his had another fancy red Ferrari. That was not a card that was a super. That was like a Batmobile, I call them, and him, and and then he said, "Do you want, do you want to lift home?" So I said, "Well, actually, I'm going to my studio." And he goes, "I can drop you off there." Well,
3: wow. oh, you got no. in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a complete stranger in a nice no, car. No, i Oh, okay, times cool. And This wasn't just then. like, yeah, go on. Then. Where no, are we going? no,
2: no. He'd been there several times. Oh, okay, times, okay. Yeah. Can we clarify By that. By that time, yeah. yeah. You sink right down in them, don't you? You're like you know? a lot
3: on the road. I've yeah. actually
1: never been in a Ferrari. Yeah. Well, you've never been in a Ferrari. No, I feel really sad.
3: <laughs> I haven't.
2: So it was the art world, commercial world. And there's a big thing, maybe Covent Garden. So everything's. Oh, really?
3: On a piazza or something? Or...
4: Ooh.
3: Love that. Made well, up. so there's lots of, lots of lots of are made
2: of getting phone calls like that, you know, because yeah, you just like. And a lot of people. When they, and also the interviews I'm doing every day, I think when, they, when, they, when, they, when they're on the other phone, they think I'm going to be all snotty, you know, and they're all like, oh, it's very really, really important to be approachable and easy to talk to, isn't it? Yeah. Because...
3: Well, if you're doing your well, own deals at the minute as well. It's...
2: But <laughs> no, but my mum and dad brought me up like that. Right. If my dad thought, you know, remember coming to London, and I says, you know, dad, I, I, I've tried cocktails now, mm. you know, and my dad goes to me, I'll cocktail you. You know, it was like you stay exactly where you know, like that kind of, and in a way, that stays with you for life. You don't really go what there's an Indian word, go above your station, Mm. you know. And I think that's what's kept me, well, my feet on the ground, of course. And I think that that is, I would say, that's quite a a requirement for an artist, because as soon as you start
3: believe your own stuff.
2: Yeah, you yeah, start don't thinking hype, your yeah. your 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 bees knees. Then yeah. it affects your work. I think absolutely. You know, you know. When I say to people the neons were from HB pencil, in my in my sketchbook, and they go what? I go yeah. Then I colour them in, and then I, do, I think about them, and then I research maybe you know uh, or, or a peacock, and then I, uh, and they go for what did you say? HB pencil, and I said, so "Yeah, it's just absolutely simple." I mm. says, "That's why you should all know how to draw." And then, what about the pillars. Well, see, because that pillar's on that. See that pillar? Turn around a minute. Mm-hmm. That's on one of the pillars. That Punjabi rockers. Oh wow! You know, i have got the six pillars. Yes. So that's one of the pillars. This one behind you there. with yes. Jelly handcuffs is on another pillar.
4: Yeah
2: um and the 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 other pillar is uh indian fireworks and they're in a box with um a4 a prints i've made about indian fireworks so they've all gone into because i believe in reworking stuff as well mm. you know that punk philosophy like you just like you know you mash things up and you rework them and you are it's like um you know um you know in those days we used photocopies and you'd tear them up and rip them up and rework them so i'm in quite into doing that too
3: amazing
2: so nothing's precious and and so here's a bit like a me me playground we play i think you have to everyone should have one if they could An a studio playground. yeah, yeah. i
0: you're love play, the idea you're of playing a play. you're playing yeah, in so
2: cool. it mm. you're playing in it really yeah we're like little children but we're adults mm-hmm. not that i've ever grown up.
1: Well, we ask every every guest two questions. The first of which is if you could do an art heist, a playful art heist, yes, um, and you could take home any artwork you you wanted, or it could be From a building or an object or a sculpture, or it could be anything. You stole um, something, yeah, but, we, but nicely. nicely, nicely in a nice way. But we 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 we'll bring cranes. We can bring anything you want, vans, anything. Um, what, what what artwork would, would you take
2: home? You know the sun that was in the tape turbine room. Allophiloliacin. Allophiloliacin.
3: You'd have that.
2: I, I like that. That yeah. is a
1: good art
3: heist. That's what has a lot of light in that, a lot of kind I never of thought about that,
2: yeah. It was the light, isn't it, coming yeah. from me? I must have light on my brain. Yeah. That's not very that's not very as it's I've got light <laughs> on my <me> brain. <laughs> I think you
1: have light generally, you like exude yeah, you positive do, energy. You do. I love it. I've yes, had I'm enjoying this so that? much.
3: Yeah,
2: I know,
3: no, you do. I don't even use warm. the colour in here, you don't? No. This is just, wow. This oh, is, I know. This is the most colourful
1: room we've ever been it's in, amazing. guys. <laughs>
3: it's amazing. Well, the uh, other question we it. ask is, what is your favourite colour and why?
2: Oh, I, it's, um, I think I've got two and one's blue and one's red. Okay. Oh, and I like gold as well it can have oh, gold can have absolutely yeah 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 have all yeah. three i love it so Quite why why those colors though because there's a lot of red well, in gold gold's is an indian thing gold you're to wear gold indian all gold. the time mm. you know if you go to indian you've got no gold on right you're going down to the shop and just getting a fake gold bangle because you have got to be seen wearing your gold and i go oh god here they go again gold <laughs> you know it's such an indian thing and i do love gold. i think it's a lovely color color yeah it's a colour. Yeah, it's colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Color, color, yeah, Amazing. I like the metallic. Like the way it shines and sparkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the bling, blingy, thingy from it. And um that's a
3: good word for you—is bling.
2: I know. It's not. And not. Not another arty word. Not another word that art uh, critics use. But I love the word bling. Do remind me if you know um Do you remember when all the um, lots of Black American soul singers and singers, the rap, the rap crowd, mm-hmm. and they always used to talk about the bling, bling. around them, yeah,
3: like Jennifer Lopez. And, and I used yeah. to
2: think that's a great word, bling, yeah. and it's stuck in my head now. I quite yeah. like that word, that light, light on the brain, like, and the bling, the yeah, bling yeah. in the and head. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like red because it reminds your of fire. And when I go to have acupuncture, acupuncturists would say your fire is either out of control or it's not happening and I go okay balance it out. So would just remember that cuz one of the elements in acupuncture.
1: Nice.
2: A uh, fire and fire. To realign and the chakras of, or one, Yeah, one of the elements is fire, water and all the elements in acupuncture. And you were telling us earlier about acupuncture and how it really calms
1: you down. It's calm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll bring you to life or it'll calm you down mm. or it'll yeah put you on like a good level it's like love, balancing love, which is something mean, I don't yeah. like to be balanced you've got to go and have a treatment from her. you'd love her okay, well let's it. get the details after amazing, this amazing yeah and you'll go past Conditor and Cook yeah and, and we're going to have some of that cake now aren't down, we down Rupel Street yes, yes. it's just down that road amazing, it's the yeah. other end love it's this. a click at South Bank and it's gorgeous the building yeah the yeah, yeah. dinky houses are gorgeous stunning, aren't yeah, they stunning yeah historical well we're
1: going to we're going to tuck into some cake now cake we're going to tuck into some cake now from Conditor, I'm very excited okay. and um, thank you so much this
3: thank has been so
2: really such a wonderful chat I haven't chat. gone a, in a long straight line have I When in
1: different directions I really worry about yeah. like that alright it was you beautiful. went in the perfect line I'm feeling exhilarated
2: oh that's and nice the, so well, I, I started off feeling illuminated
1: and I'm stars. leaving feeling exhilarated I've
2: never been interviewed by an actor so the first there you go well I do know Mira Sayal so I've not been interviewed by her and obviously I know Grinja Chanta because I've acted in her films in on the Beach. Really? I'm the girl who makes the rutty in the kitchen on the opening scene. And the, and, the, and and my uh, partner goes, what's this, Ninja Turtle Piranters? And I have to look at him and go and bow down and scutter away and I am like I get lost. But I couldn't because that was my role. I said to her I wanted to be an extra and she gave me a part because she says, I think you're up for this. And I had to cry, pretend to cry. I'd never done that in my life. And she goes to me, you're really good, you know. And when I was in the, you know, you, the, in the coach or the truck, you have to wait for when they call you. Right, yeah. They were going to me, I've seen you on EastEnders. I says, no, you haven't, I'm an <laughs> artist. And he went, but you, you're an actress. I was going, I haven't done this before. And they're going to me, you you look like you could really be one, you know. And I'm going, and people have said to me you should be an actress, but do you know what I could never do? Remember Lines. Right. Uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to... That's a pretty big part to, of it. Um, I'd have to um, direct my own movie and write my own lines and star in it. And the other thing is, believe you me, I, I come across as like quite confident, say, when I'm giving talks and things like that, you know, to um, teachers. But when I'm on stage, no way. I You're bashful. just run a mile. Right, right, right. Really... I get I get nervous, so I just that would not. I work can't imagine for
3: me. you getting nervous. But do you to be know honest. who? Do
2: you know who got an honorary the same time as me? Who? Uh, a year before me, and he was really nervous on stage. You know the actor who does the the Cray twins. He's just like the, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. He got an honorary doctor from UAL really a, a year before me, and when he had to speak on stage, he was petrified. Oh. He actually says, "Do you know what? I've I've never been, never been as nervous in my life."
4: At That's this right moment now.
2: in time, wow. and he says, "Me dad has had to write me speech for me because I just was just didn't know where to begin." Oh. And he says, "I've m- never done this in my life." Oh, that was oh. him. Oh. And Amazing. he got his honorary doctorate. I would have liked to have met him because I think I've had some of the fellows who are on uh, in films. He is, he is, he is quite good looking. He is, isn't yeah, he? I love him. He is a big fan. Well, let's plan dude. that
1: sometime. Let's try and orchestrate yes. us meeting Tom Hardy. Well, thank you so much. Yep, this this has is been going a dream. back to front because I don't. No, no. I stay Everyone still, listening, can you can visit our Instagram at Talk Art, and we will post images um, of all the works discussed in today's episode. And what's your Instagram? Do you know uh, your handle? At
2: Shyla Berman.
1: Cool, it's simple, very straightforward a, So at, at Shyla Berman. Um, Berman. Berman. And, Berman And the
3: Tate Britain The Winter Commission on. is on until
2: End of February Or oh, They may even want it on for longer But it's definitely until the end of Feb Wonderful,
3: Dreaming. thank you well, so thank much Thank you for listening thanks, everyone.
1: Everyone. We'll be back very Bye. soon Cheers Shyla. I
2: loved it, it's oh, great fun. Thanks